Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Five times is going on tour. Join John Barnes, Jan Mulby, Jason McAteer, John Aldridge and Diddy Harmon live at the Empire Belfast on the 29th of August and the Academy Dublin on the 30th of August. If you are a Liverpool fan, you will not want to miss this amazing night of cheers, cheers and loads of beers. For tickets and more information, visit www.fivetimes.co or follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Five Times Tour. Don't miss out. Hello and welcome to Five Times, our second podcast uh, where we've got today, we've got Ronnie Whelan with us, the former Liverpool and Irish midfielder. And we've got former Liverpool manager Roy Evans with us as well. And we're in the beautiful Liverpool Hilton, which is opposite the Albert Dock. I'd just like to thank them for all their hospitality, uh, for letting us do this. Um, a couple of things to let you know about with five times. Um, tickets for the Dublin and Belfast gig, uh, the former players' legends night on the 29th of August and the 30th of August. Tickets are still available. They are selling fast, so be quick and make sure you get a ticket because it'll be a great night. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Five Times Co. Uh, for all information to do with the former players at Liverpool. You can also follow me if you want at McAteer4 uh, where we can have a laugh on Twitter. You can also check Five Times website out which is fivetimes.co um, where we're going to be setting up a, a fantasy football league where you've got a chance of winning a £1,000. That's a chance because I'm actually going to win it. Um, but it does give you the opportunity to, to pit your wits against the lads, the former players. All the details are on that website um, plus anything else that's going on with the former players um, so have a look at that and, and see what you think so I'll just introduce our first guest um, a man who's been there, seen it, done it um, Roy Evans is with us today and a man who's got more medals than Mutley Ronnie Whelan Mutley, Mutley we had medals Roy Evans is dictastically isn't he? <laughs> um, I've got to ask you that the first the first question I'm going to ask you is obviously the pre-season started the lads have been back now for 10 days um, first game was against Preston do you think it went well? Bits I've seen of it yeah it looked it's pre-season and it? it's all for fitness I think we've all been through that we know what it is but you we? hated yeah, yeah I didn't I like pre-season it was too, um, too much I like playing the game but I didn't did like it? all the running but I, I enjoyed the ass pass pass for Sterling's <laughs> goal a bit of vision a great run from a young kid through, yeah. through midfield getting behind him and go around the keeper and knock it in but you like to see a player like Aspas, a little bit of vision like Coutinho's got. I think they they go a long way. Players like that, a little bit of vision, a little bit of imagination. To I like the, the idea that, that we had a little bit more purpose to the way we played than lots of last year. We, we looked if we were trying to create chances rather than just keep the ball. Yeah. And again, the new lads that came in, they they looked you know, interesting. Uh, obviously, all quite similar players, the, the forward lads, in a sense. At Carlo Torri and, and, and Minilay we didn't see much of them because of yeah. Kate Preston but first pre-season game you'd be quite happy with that wouldn't you it was a good start I, I, being a, obviously an ex-gaffer and I, first game pre-season what is it there to do is it for fitness is it there to have a look at the new players is it you know? it's a bit of both Jason at the end of the day I mean, you, obviously you need to play games 
And you know, if you've just done two weeks pre-season running down Melwood, like you've had plenty of that. And these days, that I don't think they get out of fitness to the extent that yeah. we probably did. You have a, they have a less of a, <laughs> less of a, a break. <laughs> yeah. We didn't get out of fitness. Oh, did we? we did, but and, and I, I'm a great believer that you should sometimes. I think that sometimes you should you be need back that break. Put yeah. back in. <clears throat> but at the end of the day, you come back two weeks. You want to start playing football. And that's that was, a good point you made it because it is, it is difficult now the season seems to be rolling into one because international football has taken over isn't it it's becoming we never had an awful lot and I, I think through a lot of your time as well Roy you didn't have an, an awful lot of new lads coming in pre-season did you you maybe had one or two and a young pro or two maybe coming through one or two major signings no, exactly obviously money was Most different, seasons, different yeah. those days and you only had one or two nowadays you can end up but you knew six what was coming seven in, if you, you? Know, like tomorrow like maybe yeah. someone like that you know these can play Barnes, Beardley can play we, so it's just I always felt it was just a case for me it was sharpness more than playing things but that I, I had to get my feet sharp want, but you don't want that Early. on the first game it was a perfect game I mean it was done for the right reasons the Shankly thing which was a great idea whoever came up with it but it was great, shield. But yeah, but it was a great little game for Liverpool and Preston yeah. in terms of that. It wasn't too difficult for Liverpool, but it just showed they've got a nice little bit of talent. There's a little bit of things to, to encourage the fans to say, hang on, hey, we'll be looking a bit better than maybe last year, which is half of what the pre-season's about in terms of the fans. Uh, the other half, of course, is all about fitness. You did say as well, didn't you? They all look a little bit the same, don't they? They put... Barcelona have got a lot of players who look oh. the same, but they're very, very good. <laughs> if you yeah. get near yeah. that level, you'd be, you'd be more than happy. Yeah, that's a really good point. Not at the end of the day, but I say that you, you're always looking for balance in your team. Um, and the likes of Carlo Torre, I mean, that, I think that's hopefully he'll be a good uh, acquisition yeah, with you his can experience. See his experience, like experience, Jamie. Yeah, yeah. It's another yeah. Jamie, isn't it? You've got to have an old man, haven't you? Yeah, you've got that's to have a huge thing. Just, you just obviously mentioned Carlo Torre and Jamie there, sort of in the same, in the same sentences. You know, still no defenders, really, apart from Torre coming in, who, who last week we suggested probably wasn't going to play. You know, most of the season, you know, he's probably going to play a bit part. He's, you can't see him being a regular. You said that Jamie, didn't we, for a while? Yeah, Jamie's going to be a bit part. Do you see, Colo, all right, you see Colo Torre as being, as being the. Um, well, would, you come to, would you come to the club if they said to you, but you're only going to play five or six games? Yeah. I don't think he'll come, play five or six you, games. He wouldn't come with you at the end of the day if you didn't feel you were going to get. Would a, you feel, a do you think there's not another defender to come in then? Or if do you think? was back to what Skirtle was two seasons ago, and I is playing, he's not going to get a game if them two are fit. But. Is Skirtle going to come back to what he was two years ago? Danny going to stay fit. All right, are we going to sign another defender? Hopefully. Would you like to, another defender? Martin well. Kelly's also got to come back, hasn't yeah. he? So you've got uh, Quartes. Yeah. Is he good enough? Quartes, we still don't know. Is he ready for Premiership? I don't think he was up to him. Yeah, yeah, so I, agree. I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. Quartes is not, yeah. not for me. Not yeah. for me. But I wouldn't say not for me. You have, you, to to I mean, you have to remember that as, as, a, as a defender, your career doesn't start as young as you might do as a forward or a midfield player. Was it, like Jamie when he first came in we played him full back we played him midfield, midfield. Like, yeah. so I wouldn't write him off just yet but he hasn't shown enough to convince me that he's, he's, he's he, going to start he can walk like the first team yeah 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 that's good um, obviously we're talking about pre-seasons now what was your favourite pre-season I mean our pre-seasons nowadays they're all over the world aren't they you see Liverpool obviously now going to Australia um, Scandinavia was always great. We always it was, well, there. we were Scandinavia, weren't we? Yeah. Well, early eighties, we went to Scandinavia, but you could play against Odense and um, all these teams at Alberg that from Belgium. No, not Odense. What was the name of them? Odense is that Sweden? Was that Sweden? Sweden and Norwegians. It's not Belgium. Where's Odense from? It's not the one I'm thinking about. Obviously, we're not very good at that. Um, you're but a little bit old dense. That's an Irish old dense. We could go there and beat them 6 0. 
in the in the 80s, but that, that can't happen now. They don't go and beat all these Scandinavian teams anymore. Six and seven. That would just be a little fitness warm-up game for us. We struggled that to beat them because because of the the idea of going to, to, to Scandinavia was basically they were in season, so you're playing teams that were obviously less talented than you, but not fitter. Well, there you are. There's your point there, right? You've just, which is a great point. You, we've gone to Norway because they're or Scandinavia because they're in the season, so. We're playing teams that are obviously a lot fitter than us, so we've gone there with the idea to get fitter. Are these tours now to Australia and Singapore and Thailand? Is it just solely for money? Well, it's solely for money in terms of the club. I would say, Jason. What the players get now? Well, the players get, will get fitness, I mean, because if you're the manager, you go there and you say, well, okay, the, the money side of it for yeah. me is you forget about it. Works both ways. You, yeah, you, you, you you make the best out of it that you can. You go there and you make sure your players train hard. You make sure that they play. Uh, you make sure they have a little. We used to have a little bit of social because we thought that was the way yeah. to get players together. I think they still do. Um, yeah, hopefully they still do. Hopefully. Um, yeah. But you, again, while the club needs to make money out of these tours, and of course you've got to also um, sort of feed your, your supporters all around the world. But this is mainly for making money for the club. You've got to, as a manager and your staff have got to make sure that the players get what they need out of it. Yeah, well, they, they'll get everything in the in the form of travel. They'll be all first-class. They'll all have big beds to sleep on. You so know, is it not a problem, then, are you saying? I that's not a problem, it's not travel. A problem. Yeah. The travel is not a problem. And it is for fitness, as you said. A lot of it's for the money. When we went to Tokyo, we were in cattle class. You know what I mean? We, we, <laughs> we, we slept we on the floor we underneath cattle. the chairs. Yeah, well, yeah, I suppose, yeah. Yeah. That was on the way, to the, the way back, because that's the way you played. What happened to when they said, we are the best, we shall have the best? And then we were stuck down the back amongst everybody else underneath the chairs trying to sleep. Sammy was that's in the rack underneath the chairs that's because you were lashed yeah. <laughs> 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 it wasn't because they're too small world club championship yeah you lashed yeah, yeah, we got beat about 3-1 with the yeah, that was yeah, yeah. that was Zico <laughs> Zico ripped him apart Rod Stewart was with us Rod Stewart was on the play? Yeah, yeah but he wasn't sitting with us he, he, by the way, he, sh- he should have played by the way <laughs> you had to go up the first class to see Rod Stewart he wasn't going to come near Rod Stewart what a story about that by to be fair that Bob Paisley in his wisdom or at the time because there had been like I think Celtic had played in that world championship and he said to the lads, don't get involved. And they didn't. That was the 3-0 game, man. Was it? Yeah, they didn't. And yeah. I always yeah. remember yeah. that. I was yeah. a young kid coming into the team and yeah. Bob said there's been a lot of problems. They've been fighting on the pitch in these games. And uh, it was no messing about. Don't really get yeah. involved. You want yeah. Suey to be tackling. You want other people to be getting wide in. But we sort of s- stood off them a bit and they ripped well, they took, they, they took it. For, they, actually, the lads actually took it to the, the letter of me. What he meant is don't get involved. I think it's stupid. Didn't be not tackled, but the lads actually did play as if it was a standoff. But I mean, they played it as it was a non-contact sport. What was the South Africa trip? Wasn't there? Didn't you go South Africa one game? Swaziland. Swaziland, yeah. yeah. That was the end of season. It oh, right. was after we'd won the, uh, the triple. Sorry. Just took us away for a jolly. We played Tottenham and they were training in the evening, and we played them the next night and beat them five-one. We'd been on the lash all night. <laughs> What's your best pre-season? What's your worst pre-season? I, I suppose in... I mean, they, all, they all just merge the worst, into one the in the end. pre-season for you when you, you more or less get... You're, told you're going to go, wouldn't it, really? Yeah, because you told me. Yeah. Sorry yeah. about that, mate, but... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you, when I'm saying that, best and worst, Liverpool's pre-season always seemed to be the same, didn't it? Oh, the running... You could, could go is it true? book. Is it true, the book? Is the book true? Oh yeah, the book. But I think everybody in coaching or, or management writes down what they've done because you can always go back to it and see what you did on the day. Where's the book? 
Well, where's the book? I don't know. I mean, I must. I'd like to know where my books are. How good would that be? Because Shankly was all Shankly stuff as well, wasn't it? I think think there's still probably a few. Probably I'm running, but I would probably still have all his books. Was it true that when things weren't going well for us, we'd lose two games? That's when things went going well for us. Yeah, and then you go back to the book to see what you did. If, if we done through this run if before, if we done something different, and yeah. Joe Fagan for me started off. I think Joe started off writing that sort of, you know, what was the weather like of the day, right. who was training, well, you know, what, what we did in training. It wasn't. It was only one page every day. It was just a, a little notebook about. But everybody, anybody get injured? What you, yeah. you, how you treated people? And, you know, we didn't have any physios, really, did we? <laughs> as such, you know. So let's, but let's not go on that one. There wasn't red, a great deal of running. Black. I was remember there wasn't a great deal of running. When? Was there? Oh, a pre-season. Oh my god! But it was always boring running. It was twenty minutes up and down. No, the longest down. one we done was that envelope thing we used to see you had us doing. So we, so we did that with us. The envelope run for yeah, twenty minutes. That was Bowie's one. Yeah, that was. That I mean, was the worst pre-season I ever done was was Les Parry's. At Sammy, he, t- he took a tre- pre-season. Jeez, we were like Newport Harriers. We would just run, 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 well, run, run. Fair, fair at Liverpool, all the time I was there, it was all mostly about ball. With the ball. I mean, OK, we, we, we had, no, first few days you had a run, but at the end of the day, there was always football involved, even from the first day. But... You had to do a one or two runs. I can't remember a ball being involved in the yeah, first few days. Yeah, well, yeah, you, you did. Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah. You probably just did. bring them out and so then don't open them. Don't, yeah, it was. Don't open the net, just leave them there. No, they were great. Right. So, pre-season, you think pre-season was great? You're the only player in the world, I think. No, pre-season great. no, no. I thought Liverpool was great in, in context to all the other ones I did. But we, we had eight weeks off. And then you'd have a run the day before. But we never, because we were always playing in Wales. On Southport Beach and you think you're going to be all right. And then once you got back and your blisters come and your your calves and your aching and then they you're just tired, aren't you, for a month? You got a blister on your but blister. We had a, but we had a longer, <laughs> I think we had a little longer time in the pre-season as well, didn't we? But you know what was great at the end of it, at the end of your three weeks pre-season, yeah. whatever it was, and how good you felt. And I, it's been a long time since I felt good like that. And it, but oh, do you know you what I just remember? Like? How you're fit as a fiddle, you could run anywhere. And that takes us back to the first question, right? The first game. I knew once the first game was here. That was the running and all that out the way, so pre-season got easier then, because it was just games then, wasn't it? That's a doubt, yeah, it's going to be games and, and, and you're just trying to progress in, in your sharpness. Yeah, but and it, was never, it was never to be ready, like you said earlier, for the no. first game. You, you really, your ready. full fitness really come, I, I always felt October, November, I'm, I'm getting fitter, start yeah. off yeah, you're getting flying, into it, yeah. flying then in October, November. thereabouts on your first game, you're going to be thereabouts on your first game, but you want to come off feeling that you can be a little bit fitter. Yeah. Having won, with that luck, yeah. When we touched on the, the um, obviously the the players who signed, they all got a run out. Um, got some game time against Preston. One player who wasn't there, and it's still rumbling on this this saga. Um, I think for, certainly for me, I'd like to see it put to bed and Liverpool get back into the into the business of buying someone. Luis Suarez is it, it's going on and on. What do you think? I'd, I'd go. Heaven and earth to try and keep him because them players don't come around too often. He, he, is, he can be a pain. What's going to keep but him? Eric Cantona was a pain, and look what Man United did with him. And I think Suarez can can only be good for Liverpool. Can if, they keep him? Well, the fans. How is he accepted players now when he comes so into if the he dressing room? scores in the first game, will the fans all go? No, we don't want them. Then, then we'll go. Yes, we want Suarez 100. percent It's up to Suarez. It's probably you've got these days. You've got like 100, you know, 24 seven medium. Yeah. At the end of the day, we were, saying, network, we were yeah. saying about what Luis Suarez said over in Uruguay and whatever he said this. At the end of the day, you've just got to sit back and see where it goes. 
I mean, he might not get anybody to, to even buy him at the end of the day. I, I, I'm sure Brendan would love to keep him because talented players. Well, he has said in the paper, hasn't he? I'm, but I'm but do, I'm to yeah. keep him. the only thing I'd say is that if he if he doesn't want to stay and he's not going to sort of go in there and give his best, then he's got to go. Mm. But at the end of the day, I would try and keep him because I think he's top. You have to try and keep him, but if he comes back. And he's moping around the place. Oh, yeah, now you've got to get rid of him. I was, I was talking about this last night because they were talking about you know Arsenal coming in with a sneaky thirty million bid, right? As a manager, certainly for me, Brendan Rodgers, it's a big season for him, and people obviously the fans would love to see Champions League football come next season. I think he's got to show you know he's had his, his year, hasn't he? Where he's, he's bedded in and he's, he's trying to mould this team, and it's certainly getting there. Can he sell Luis Suarez to Arsenal, who really are one of Liverpool's rivals, going for that fourth place for me? If, if, if Luis Suarez definitely wants to go and does not want to play for Liverpool, then you have no choice. You've got to sell him to somebody. You've got to try and. Yeah, but would you have sold him to Arsenal, knowing you, the job you, you've got to have? You wouldn't yet. want to, Jason. But you, I mean, it's how many buyers have you got? They're not exactly queuing up to buy Luis Suarez. I mean, one time it was going to be Real Madrid or Barcelona. And now well, I think Madrid are still involved, aren't they? Well, they're all... For 25 million, isn't if it? You, if you yeah. want Madrid or, or Bayern, get them out of the country rather than Arsenal. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. In, yeah. but you never want to sell them to your rivals, do you? That never happens. No. Would the fans forgive the manager for selling them to Arsenal? The, no, I think the fans are clever enough to know that this one's a little bit different. If he wants okay. to go and I want to go to Arsenal, it's like, it's like tell us to Chelsea, isn't it? At the end of the day, yeah. well, they're rumoured yeah. to be in yeah. for him as well. You don't, you don't, know, you don't really have a say in the matter. It's, it's a last-minute deal, as it was, and this looks like this might go right to the wire as well. Yeah, you know, all these top clubs are coming in from because yes, he can be a pain, but put him on the football pitch and he can be a pain to any defender he plays against and, and can get goals and. I mean, it, you fair, Liverpool, Liverpool have been great. They've stood by him in the right way for the two incidents. So again, and I thought he was, I thought he was poorly treated over the two incidents. In all honesty, um, I mean, okay, no one wants a guy trying to bite you. No one wants a guy who makes racist remarks at the end of the day. But there were other circumstances in that which never really came to light. Uh, and certainly in the first one with Evra, uh, the second one, I'd rather have a guy try to bite me than a guy who tries to bite me leg. <laughs> At the end of the day, uh, it would only get like probably too much ban. Either way, you get ban. the tetanus, aren't you? Well, whatever, yeah. But, <laughs> and he only tried to bite him, but it's not acceptable. But at the end of the day, I think he's been poorly treated. Um, but at the end of the day, Liverpool are still buying and I think he owes Liverpool a little bit. If but he's also saying, isn't he, the media, the way he's been treated, he has to get away from the English media. So what well, makes him think the Spanish media is going to be different? Well, yeah, the Spanish media is going to be worse. Stevie Mack will tell you it's, it's just as bad. Italians, and, yeah. and, and if he goes to Arsenal, it's yeah. going to be as bad as yeah. Well, if he keeps doing daft things, if he keeps doing daft things, then they're going to report him, aren't they? At the end of the day, that's, that's, he has to learn himself that he's got to keep himself out of the limelight for the wrong reasons. and being on the, on the back page to the right looking at him as a player you've got to try and keep him yeah and I, we, I think it's fantastic well, well obviously we've all been the other side of the fence in the management situation I mean and well, you don't have to name names but have you ever had players hand the transfer request in that you've managed to keep not really no I don't, I don't I mean I suppose not in my time but I mean Stephen must have been very close to going to, to Chelsea at one side and, and, and the reason being I think that you know, Liverpool promised them that they'd go and bring in better players and give them yeah. a chance to I thought it was handled well that situation though, wasn't it well whether yeah because better than the Suarez yeah but because they said okay we we will bring in better players to, to, to sell Stephen that okay we have got a chance of winning the Premiership because I think Stephen at one stage thought we've got no chance 
And to be fair, I don't think they they kept their promise at Liverpool. Here's a question for you, right? Liverpool, you know, they, they have taken a bit of criticism the way they handled the the Suarez situation over the ever, the way you know the t-shirts and the way it was handled media-wise. Do you think they've handled this situation very well? Because they've been really quiet, haven't they? And that was always the Liverpool way, wasn't yeah. it? Nothing got out, did it? They, they've been very quiet on the Suarez situation. You very rarely hear Brendan Rodgers talk about it in his press conferences. I think yeah, I, I think that, I mean, that that's how it should be. Yeah. End of yeah. the day, you, you you speak between yourselves. So it's handled, keep it handled, handled well. well I feel it's been handled No, but it's, it's there. It? Everyone else keeps talking about it, but Liverpool have kept their mouth shut, haven't they? It was on LFC TV. It's the weekend, and the, the fans were frightened to say his name. I'm going, what talk about? Last week he was your biggest hero, and I was like, you know, let's not get too critical of the lad. Do you think they're handling it the right way? I think it's. I think everything should be done and dusted before it comes out into the public, because there's so many things that can change in transfers, in attitudes to where you want to stay or where you want to go so it's, it's, it's much easier to do it behind closed doors than it is to stick it in the media because there's so many as uh, so I say 24-7 press who make up stories um, just to Is there a point it's going to end? Well it's either it's going to stay or it's going to go time, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, What I mean is for, for the club will they Obviously, they'll want to put a lid on it. They will, because they'll chase him as long as they can, and then once they see the Suarez is not going to come shuts. back, they'll say, no, we've got to get rid of him. Because but the window, shuts not, the window shuts in the end of August, doesn't it? So yeah. when's, when's the cut-off point for you at being an ex-man? Where's the cut-off point where you go? I just said earlier that this may go right to the wire, and, and because going back and forth... And, yeah, but, but Liverpool I think have got to someone in. But I think he, they so have to wait. I think they've got to wait till he comes back and have a look at him and how he's reacting in a month. He's back in the the zoo the other week. Okay, he's not back full training, is he? So you, I think you've got to have a look at him then. And if he's just been a pest and doesn't want to be there really and training... Really that's it. Well, I, looking at the lad, and I've only met him a couple of times, interviewed him in, in, in the Carlsberg Lounge, is that he's, he's one of these lads that just loves playing football. Yeah, There's like not many of them left in the game, but he loves playing football. And you know, again, agents, agents these days can be divisive. I mean, they, they want to move them all over the place and different things. I think he's one of them guys. If if it doesn't happen, then he'll just go. Okay, I want to play. Let's play. Okay, so he comes back and it's all resolved. How are the players going to treat him? Players these days, almost for much. I'd say without being disrespectful, there's not much respect. There's not much loyalty on either side. Uh, from the clubs or from the players, it's, it's a completely different world. It's, it's a different world. It'll be, it'll be, again, it'll be Suarez if he comes in and just changes and goes home and doesn't mix. The, the lads won't bother Tol- speaking to him if he doesn't want yeah. to speak to them. I think that just is the same everywhere. It will be it. everywhere with every player who comes into a club if he doesn't want to be there and won't speak to anybody. But I think to end that, the whole, the whole thing is the end of the day that somewhere along the line, Liverpool will have to start selling some players. I mean, they're bringing players in. You can't end up with a squad which is going to be 30. 40 players I mean that's not manageable wage bill wise they've got they've got to know what they can buy and know what they can sell so it's got to be done quite quickly I mean that's 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 the top and bottom of it really Do you ever put a transfer request in? Why? 10 years 6 six league winners and 4 runners up why would I want to move? I'm not talking about it European I'm talking Cup. about um, yeah, 3FA Cup I'm talking about when you went to South End I was popped up then by Evo you were sold again <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I put a transfer request in at Blackburn with with, uh, with Graham Souness. Why who was who was in ahead of you? Uh, he bought Lucas Neal. Don't know why he bought. Wasn't Hagen though. No no no. 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 He was. Uh, <laughs> why do he, managers always keep buying people to go in ahead of you? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> keep on did it with Hagen. Keep you on your toes, mate. But <laughs> I tell you, I remember. You know, it's one of the worst things in it going to see the, the manager. 
and it's, you're so nervous, aren't you? Whether it's going, to, you're wanting to know why you're not playing or why why something's going on, or you but you need to have that confrontation with the manager. And it's horrible, so it's you know do, you're do really you, nervous. Do you really want the truth. Yeah. No. Hey, when, you, when you're not on the manager's door, you know really why you're not on the team. Hey. Yeah, you're not on the door, and you're going to You want to say, well, hey, like, look, keep trying hard, Jason. The other day, say, but at this moment in time, you're not good enough. But what I'm trying to say is, like, I'm, <laughs> no, trying, to, I'm trying to build up the, the the point of being like you're so nervous before you knock on yeah. the, on the manager's door. But I was actually trying to knock on the manager's door. He was Graham Soonis, who obviously has got this reputation, hasn't he, of, of being this hard man and really difficult to to get on with the kind of thing. So I'm knocking on his door to ask for a, a transfer request. So I, I plucks all my courage up, bangs on the door. He says, "Come in." I walked in. He says, "What do you want?" I said, "I need, I need to speak to you. You know, I want to transfer request him." He said, come and see me in 15 minutes. I'm getting in the shower. So now I've got to wait 15 minutes. So I goes away. Anyway, 15, 20 minutes later, I pluck up the courage again. I knock on the door and I've walked in and he's sitting at his table with his feet up on the desk with the smallest towel wrapped round him. And all I could see was his knackers dangling down. And it was like, it was like a grandfather clock. It was just swaying. It was like a punch ball. I don't know whether to, to go three rounds on his knackers. And I, I just, I just couldn't ask him. I just didn't know. I, did, I didn't, couldn't stop so looking at his knackers. Well, I, I plucked the courage up. I was, I'm coming in to ask for a move. And he went, why? And I just, I just couldn't stop laughing. And uh, he said, I'll sort it out. I'll speak to the chairman and, and sort it out. And I walked out. He kept another, me for about another three months. Another aspect from the manager's side of that, you actually want people to knock on your door. Because if you don't want them. No, no, at the end of the day, because if, if, you're not, if you've got a player who's not on the team, Hey, oh, and, he and he doesn't that. knock on your door. Well, does he care? Does he? You know, does he really, really want to be in the team? Bob said so, that to me when yeah. I knocked on his door one day. Why didn't you knock before this? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you know what's more scary when what? a coach comes like Evo and says the boss wants you in his office. Yeah, that's, that's scary. He's that? <laughs> <laughs> like, what am what I doing? Yeah, yeah. Bob said to me. Bob said, when you get one letter, you throw it away. When you get two letters, you think about it. But when you get three letters, there's something wrong. <laughs> You've been out drinking. Yeah. <laughs> I was hung over as well. No, but, <laughs> but it's a fair way to do things. At the end of the day, a good way to explain it as well. Isn't it? Yeah, but he, he come in and he said, "Well, just drink in different places." That was Bob's thing. You know, just don't drink in the middle of Liverpool. I mean, Everybody knows no, or you sees must explain you as well that you were drinking. At the right time. Oh, yeah, see, that's what people yeah, yeah, don't yeah, realise. Yeah. Everybody talks about a great drinking culture at Liverpool, but the, nobody club. ever went out on a tour. But we didn't no. mess about, did we? No. You know, you were ready for training, but it wasn't that you did it on a Friday night. You did it after a game or when you were supposed to do it or when you were so allowed to do it. Yeah, so the Tuesday game, you'd have a, a, a night out. I think, the hard thing, I think the hard thing for us, and when, when obviously the gaffer, before he was, was our manager, is the fact, and I know he's sitting here, is the fact that when he had to drop you or give you bad news, you took it really bad because you loved him and you didn't, you hated him saying it to you. It, you know, if you didn't like the manager and he gave you bad news, you just think, oh, I hate him anyway. It's like, <laughs> and you have an argument with him, but when you've got a manager who you really like and, and everyone gets on with him, when he gives you the bad news, you find, you feel like he's, he's like letting you down, but like as if it's your dad letting you down. It's like, it was weird. At least I'd like to say that and say that, at least I'd honestly to knock on your door and, and tell you. Very rarely, very rarely that I just like name the team and say like you know if you're out if I was leaving it out and you're a regular I'd come to you and say look I don't think you've been doing your stuff yeah you did I'm do it out. I mean I did it with Razor before the cup man you know, whether yeah. that was right or whether that was you wrong you to me before the derby yeah yeah you got some things right yeah you put me back in the team the game after you got that right 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on, another player. Um, Steven Gerrard. I mean, we, we touched on it before about him, you know, nearly going to Chelsea. He's still there, and I think he's going to end his career, and he's signed another two-year deal. Deserves it. For what he's done for the club over the years, he's still fit. He's running about. I don't think he can run about as much as he used to as a 26, 27 year old. He showed last season he can run around. One still game, you missed with it. Yeah, um, okay. I think it, for me would be in a more withdrawn role now, and then just dictate and play from there. I've been saying about, about it last three seasons. He yeah, doesn't seem to be getting further back. He's 22 now, isn't it? He's adapted well to the system now, and he's had to change his game. I think he's done it well. Yeah, but he's a player. Good players, yeah. Change the game, full stop. I mean, Stevens has been an an absolutely fantastic player. I mean, there were times when he single-handedly, if you like, kept the the squad going at the end of the day. You know, with his his talent. A couple more years. I mean, you've got to invest in that. At the end of the day, I think he's. I mean, if he goes back a little bit further, um, that's fine. Again, the, the one thing we will miss is him obviously striding forward into them, mm. attacking positions and scoring goals. I don't think he'll lose that. I think he'll still get bits of that. But even at his age, to find a player of the calibre of what he's still at, yeah. it's going to cost a lot of He's money. inspirational, isn't he? Yeah. But, you, but you can't always find money. You can, I mean, we've we, we brought in all these young lads now and Coutinho looks to be a player and the couple yeah. we've just brought in look interesting. So, I mean, different different talents. Certainly with that, that sort <clears> of... Um, Shorter passing, little balls in, in behind people. I mean, Stephen had a range, which you know you could sixty-yard yeah. balls, ten-yard balls, yeah. score goals. I mean, defend. You could do what you like at the end of the day, Stephen. Two so, years taken to the end of his career was, is that it? That's Ryan Giggs. Yeah. He kept going That's and going yeah. and going. You get a year. I told you two, told you three. You see that happening, Stephen don't you? Stephen always had the the thing, but he's always had injuries through. Probably the way he's, he's built, really. Yes. I mean, he didn't get in, in my sort of team. Stevie, I obviously always said, well, he just keep him out for yeah. a bit longer because he was outgrowing his, mm. his joints and yeah. different things. He's always had that, that type of injury at the end of the day, so that might tell on him a little bit. But two years, I think he'll get two years, great. And obviously, Jamie's gone. That means there's a vice captain role off the grabs, isn't it? Is, well, I'm not. Who'd you I, see? I, I, would, I would never. Day, I don't, I don't, I don't worry about I vice captain. I'm not, a, I'm not really he's interested in the vice captain. Then the captain is a captain. I'm used to say to, I'm used to say to all, didn't really basically. Hey, you're all a captain on that pitch. Everyone is a captain. Okay, some are more vocal than others, but a vice captain. The vice captain basically we used to say Stephen's captain. And by the way, James okay, played, Jamie's played 700 games. We need a vice captain. Rephrase the question then: If Jamie, if Stephen doesn't play, 
who gets the armbands, yeah. It was obviously a long it seven, wasn't it? it depends really? if you, you've got to be playing, obviously, with help. <laughs> so <laughs> so you, can't, yeah. you can't just say, well, you know, it might be skirt, it might be I get it, it might be... I, I like somebody who's in the back four. I prefer... I'm vocal. Yeah. Yeah. So we're looking at it. I mean, St- I mean Stephen's not... Well, yeah. Stephen's not particularly vocal, but by inspiration. Yeah, that's... Yeah. You know, that's he's been a great captain by inspiration, which is... You like say that, we've got many... Have we got any vocal players? Jono's... Johnson doesn't seem to be the, the most vocal, does he? Enrique no, doesn't. Arke doesn't. Rainer? Is Rainer going to be there? We have this conversation. We nine million on a keeper. I hope he stays again. I hope Rainer stays. didn't have a great season, um, but Rainer at his best is, is one of the best in the world. Yeah. And, and he is vocal, isn't he? Yeah, but we're, we're talking about vice captain again. Like Evo's mentioned, we should all be captains out there and all do your little bit to, to, to be vocal and help and tell someone that, yeah. to move somewhere that you yeah. think it's where he should go. But that was the good thing about playing in the eighties that you were allowed do something on the pitch well, that didn't have to come from the bench well I'd say that I, I think that's a massive point about now the coaching now and the coaching then um, is different That now is obviously the, the, the full on they want to, most managers now want to kick more or less every ball for you for every player um, and I think that's a bit of overkill in that yeah. I think organisational thing is, 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 is great I like obviously they organise the teams and set up but when you go over that line you're the player you're the people that can make the decisions. And you should make them decisions. Well, remember you used to look and, if you, and if you make a mistake, that's life. Yeah, you, 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 you hold your hand up and get slaughtered for no, it. We'd say, I'd rather have a guy make a mistake yeah. than a guy does well, nothing. We, um, Maransko, you'd say to Maransko, what do you think I should do today? <laughs> yeah. I know, Sean, every game's different. <laughs> <laughs> what, a great, what a great point. Yeah, every game's different. So you have to go out and try and work it out yourself. And if you've seen... You had to even look on the on the pitch and see if their left back struggling. You got the ball out to right, out and straight away, and just told them to go. If the full back got, if the right full back got booked before Bugsy even said to Maransko or Roy, we would give the ball to Barnsley and say, just keep getting at him all day because he's not going to tackle you now because he's been booked. We well, we had a license to make a lot of decisions. We have brain surgeons today. Barnsley's doing well. There's a lot to who give it to him. Yeah, you know, it's great. It's great listening to you two talk there because I I was involved in a thing on Five Live last night and we were talking about. England under 20s have had a nightmare. The bottom of the group knocked out 21s. 21s, well. 21s had a nightmare. You know, the England's senior team never seems to get across that well, line. The women the got beat by Spain. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, you suppose you could put there yeah, because it's come through the same coaching system, right? We were trying to put our finger on last night. Not that I was bothered being Irish, but we were trying to, because I'm quite happy England not doing well. <laughs> but we were trying to, I don't care. We were trying to put our finger on England. You know why? Why? What is the problem? What is the problem? And I, I actually said, you know, from my experience of, of playing for Ireland, you know, we were allowed to. You know, we were told by Jack, and certainly Mick carried it on. We had a theory of playing, and that's how you play, and you get on with it. And, and the best players. You're going back twenty years, by the way. Yeah, but the best players can adapt. Now, don't get me wrong. I am going back twenty years, but we were successful. Now. We had a fella on last night who was talking about, he was like England's technical director for youth coaching through under-19s, 20s, 21s, 22s, overseas. His, his job title, I swear, I swear to God, it was about 650 points in Scrabble, if you put all the letters together. It was ridiculous, right? And it just seemed that Welcome England... the modern world, by the way. Exactly, <laughs> that's what I'm saying to you. On England, do you think that the problem with England is they're creating too many jobs, giving too many people... Ideas where they're producing footballers that can't make going back to what you say can't make decisions for themselves. Is that is that the problem? I I, I couldn't agree with you more. At the end of the day, the, the problem is is is, is massive in, in all things. So I mean, I'm, 
I'm not a great lover of the FA. The FA for me will always relent to the, the Premier League. Uh, and that will come up give as well. Yeah. Will do. And, and the end of it all is that you, you, all the coaches, all the, the British coaches now, if you look, are very similar. They all speak the same way. They've all gone to the same courses. Now, you know, years ago at Liverpool, Shankly, if you said to Shankly, you're going to do a coaching bad, you go, what are you going there for? What? You know, you'll be wasting your time. Unfortunately, I haven't, I haven't got one. I mean, again, my record in the Premier League is, is as good as any Englishman. If not better than, well, I think it's better than all of them. But they're all clones of each other. They all say the same things. They all do the same things. And that worries me at the end of the day because if you haven't got any diversity, anybody with a different idea, are people frightened to be different? Well, the frightened. Do yeah. you get on if you're different? Well, look, put this way, I, I can't. I couldn't get a job now in in, in football at the end of the day uh, because you haven't got a badge. You'd have yeah. to give yourself some ridiculous title. That's why they've all got these deficits. Everything comes too easy to these kids, 20, 21, 18, 19, 20, 21. They, they go into a situation in a major tournament and the game's getting a bit hard and they cannot handle it because things have been so easy for them before this that we should have everything. Well, I, I, this is too hard, I can't be doing this. And I think they're getting too mollycoddled, they get everything so early. They, go, they don't get any stick from the sideline. You well, cannot give anybody the stick. don't get any stick anymore. I mean, the you manager can't. takes all the flack. I mean, the manager doesn't... If the team plays well, the players get passes on the back... The team played badly. The manager gets stick nowadays. Yeah. I'm probably quite rightly because they want to. Gary Ablett's book. Yeah. God rest his soul, Gary. Great lad. Um, he wrote in his book about when he was at Liverpool as a, as a kid, trying to get through to get a contract, and he was getting slaughtered every Tuesday and Thursday by Moransko. And then there was one Thursday he thought he was getting close. He was playing all right, playing all right. He said, "This night, Ronnie Moran just slaughtered me all night, no matter what I did." And he said, "I've come off the pitch afterwards and asked Evo, and Evo said." testing you now son to see whether you're ready to get a contract <clears throat> that cannot happen today you cannot say anything bad to a 17 18 year old you know you're crappy you don't pass there you never get forward you don't defend properly I think everything's too easy for them and I think that's why there's not many young kids coming through because everything's laid out there from the time they're 12 years of age 11 years of age they've got the best of everything they've got. Are they still again are, you, are these young kids still are they allowed to make any decisions for themselves Probably pitch, not because I mean, you're told this is where you go. Yeah. You stay there. You pass to A. You yeah. pass to B. Don't give it away. Okay, well, don't give it away. I, I, I don't mind anybody giving it away if they're trying to create a chance. Top end of the pitch. I mean, they, everyone said like Shanky, hey, pass to the nearest red shirt. Only if there's nothing else on. Hey, if there's a thirty-yard <laughs> ball and the guys are in, stick him in. You, know, so you have to let people. There has, to be, there has to be something wrong with English football. Well, well, if you're in the 20s, well, you're supposed, supposed to be the greatest. Yeah. Yeah. You're supposed to be the greatest. 70% of it is like foreign players. At the end of the day, I'm not saying that is, 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 is the whole thing that costs it, but we're obviously not going to improve if we just keep buying and buying and buying foreign players. Yeah, but that, you know, that comes down to the Premier League, doesn't it? Wanting to be this best league in the world, it obviously. You know the money that it creates. It needs the foreign players to come in, doesn't it? Yeah, it needs them foreign again, players. Again, if, you, if you're the you're the, you're so the, the, the ruling the ruling body is the FA, the Premier yeah, they League. They have no power now, do they? Well, against the Premier. But League. you're the FA, that football association, which runs English football. Yeah, does it? Well, it should, do. Premier, it, it should do. It should do. I totally agree. But the Premier but League runs football. They, they could kowtow and bend over backwards to, to run the Premier League. Premier League doesn't help any other league now than it used. I mean, years ago, the, the first division. Would help the lower divisions. We would like we had a, an alliance with crew, you know, only about mm. different things. We'd play games like against Preston, which we did Tram, the other day. Tramia, the local clubs, trying to make sure that their revenue was was better, which gave us like first look at any players. You know, we, we've got a good player, Rob Jones. Oh yeah, get me here. Yeah. Uh, Danny Murphy, and people yeah. like that. So 
that doesn't happen anymore. First thing everyone looks at, every every club now in the Premier looks at is, is foreign players. Yeah, that's, I find that I, I can't believe that there's no Catholic. through all the academies that there's no obviously some young kids coming through, but even you look at Liverpool and Man United and all these, you don't get many kids coming out of their academies now and going into the first team. Yeah. There must be somebody out I mean, there. They just not want to use them. They I just think. Sterling, if I be look promising, but we haven't really, we haven't really somebody. had a top top player come out of the academy yet. Have we? It's, it's okay, well, why not? Why not save the money and scrap all academies and then buy, do what you're doing anyway and buy players in? Or, or another option is you. I mean, you see it in Spain, and we talked, we talked for the last five years, haven't we, about how good Spanish football is and the players that have come through and how great they are and all that. You know, Madrid and Barcelona have got B teams in. In their championship, yeah. do you think do you think they should be open to that? The Premier League, the FA, which is that a way to go? Letting Man United, Liverpool, Arsenal, Chelsea. So if you have a B team, then they're playing in the championship or the first division. Would you say they've got to be English players? Then they've got to be good English kids that we've got in our club coming through to try and build them up to, to go into your first team. And use it as that. Mm. So then you're letting one, two, three, four teams dominate yeah, where, the football. Yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. careful. It's, I mean, the, the nice thing about it, we still have. We still have four divisions. We've got you know uh, leagues below that. Yeah, yeah. Still, that is still playing. Still, still enjoyable to watch. So I think you know, think about it. Yeah. You know, you look at these other these other nations, and that, when do you ever see a seventeen-year-old getting into the, the national team? They, they're throwing Walcott in. Oxley Chamberlain was what seventeen. Walcott seventeen. You know, do you not think they should bide their time and come through a more natural progression? No, I think if you're good enough, you're good, you're good enough. You're old enough. I'm a great believer. I mean, we had Michael, uh, yeah. Robbie. Um, in the end, you couldn't. Keep, it domestic. You, you tried to keep them out the national. Yeah. In the end, you, and in couldn't, the end, you can't, can't do it. They're playing so well, you've got to put them in, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, but is that not detrimental to the, the player being that young and thrown straight well, into England? Well, I've had this thing throughout. I mean, Michael in one of his articles, Michael Owen in one of his articles, said, you know, if I hadn't played so much football in the early days, I might have been. Better now, you know, different. If he hadn't played so much football in the early days, he might not have been the player he was. So, it's everything's cast twenty two. It's not. It wasn't he would have been moaning about you not yeah, playing him. Exactly, it wasn't a criticism of me. It was just a, yeah. a point that he tried to make. But I think you can only have it. All say you can only have it. Yeah, we played five hundred games. You're going to get injuries. We didn't have summers sometimes, did we? We used we to say years away ago, playing. World Cups and World Euros, Cups me and you. Oh, the older players used to get in the way. Didn't they? World Cups used to get in the way. But the older players used to say basically, you had a ten year span. And most players only played in that tennis span. Obviously, like the Cali and that Ryan Giggs, a lot more players have gone past that now because of the levels of fitness and the, and so levels, yeah, of, and the levels of care, really. Fitness. The science coming into it, the medical yeah, science. Medical science. Yeah, we we Cali, imagine what Cali's medical stuff was yeah, like yeah. to Ryan Giggs' medical stuff. Yeah, yeah. Cali had it. Um, and Cali's like Metal Mickey back. now, isn't he? <laughs> well, we didn't have any. We did, we had, like you know, Metal Mickey? We had a wax bath. You have a sore ankle, you used to come <laughs> in, they'd melt the wax in a big pot. And you put your ankle, your foot right into it, it'll come above your ankle. It was absolutely Lovely, yeah. scorching. But Imagine you that now. No, yeah, no, but you were okay the next day because you didn't want to go back in and yeah. do it. Actually, <laughs> so we, you we, strapped we, it we, up and got on with we'd it. We'd probably put a dead in it. We're talking about youth players and young players. Liverpool and Goo gone to Yeovil. So, so could be going back to Spain. Good news, really, I think, for the players' development. You see, Man United do it for years and years. Beckham went to Preston, didn't he? Well, so Man United do it for years. But the other thing yeah. as well is it puts value on the player as well, doesn't it? It, it keeps you, the. As long as you said it to a couple of good players, similar type of start at the end of the day. Actually, just one of them. Point on, on, the, on the youth thing. I was talking to a guy, I went to Alan Ainsco. Alan Ainsco has got cancer, unfortunately. Mm. And he had a little 
tournament yesterday in uh, in Omsker, 30-17, and, and the Blackburn lads all turned up for them. So they had a little seven-a-side team. And they were saying about the coaching thing, they have to fill in so much paperwork now. Is it called something APPI or something? It is ridiculous. You've got to tell you about every player's mental attitude, his physical attitude. It's gone from being coaching to being a cleric again. Yeah. And you're talking about all they want to do is coach. They want to get the kids on the pitch. It's supposed to be about enjoyment, certainly at their very young age. That's the thing. We and now it's yeah. getting to the stage where we're taking, all teams are taking players at nine and ten years old. Don't allow them to play for the school, which is the most ridiculous well, thing. Do you not think the biggest thing is these coaches now? They want the teams to win. Where's the fun and enjoyment, man? Well, it's all about winning. Should, uh, no, but I think you should have, always have a, want, a, want a winning attitude. Yeah, you should want a winning but attitude, but there's got to be an element of fun yeah, about it's not it. The most important it's thing. not the most important thing, is it? Development is, yeah. Big season, Martin Kelly, Raheem Sterling. He's got to really knuckle down, I think, Raheem Sterling. Yeah, I, I, last when, year. when Raheem came into the team, 17 years of age, and he was quick, and he was doing things off the cuff, and he was just getting on with it, then, I, then he, after a few months he started thinking about it, and he wasn't running at the people he was before, and, and he's a young kid, so he's, he's had a, the experience of it. Looking at him in the Preston game, he looks fit again, he looks as if he wants to run forward and get at people again, so yeah. It, it was a wise move to drag him out. Yeah, definitely. He just went stale a little bit, didn't he? Yeah, For me, yeah, yeah, he, he was kind of getting to the full-back and stopping, wasn't he? Where early on, he was, he was the reins were off, well, when he? was. Then he was free, it was a bit was, like, my God, yeah. the minute I start thinking about it, can't I? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you do, you know, you sometimes just probably want to talk about second season syndrome, isn't it? Because you start thinking about it. I like the lad Ivy, I like the look of him. Is he not where Sterling was in the beginning? Well, maybe, but I, I like yeah. the look of him. Yeah. I like the way he moves and, and whatever. I think he's scored you know, yeah. weekend, didn't he? Yeah. Um, um, can Kels? you knit them all? Can, you, can you knit them all into a team to get into Champions League? I think it's a little bit too early. I think. But it's great, Martin Kelly coming back as well. That gives you another option at right back and centre back. That's a different scenario to Raheem Sterling, obviously, because um, obviously he's struggled with his injuries, hasn't he? And you're just hoping he's not one of them players who's who's injury prone I mean we were talking about maybe Aga was going to be a bit like that but he's managed to get a great season under his belt yeah. hasn't he you know do you see Martin Kelly being long term centre half if he keeps well, that's fit that's what I see if he, is, if he keeps fit um, I only have some worries about him and that he keeps going down with pulls like Niggles. hamstrings and things like that and I know when I in the games a few games that I played sort of three a season I was in the team and getting the team you think it's fantastic to get the chance and you try that hard and you end up like Maybe because it's slightly too quick for you. Yeah, yeah. I used to like pull the odd hamstring, so I just hope that he can get a, a good level of fitness because I think he's got the attitude to be a good player. He's supposed to be yeah. nearly there. You know, know, he's going back to the Syndrome, wherever you, they're playing in all the right positions at the moment, but I think he'll end up at the back if, if he's going to be any anywhere. I'd like to see him at the back. I think he's tall enough. I think he's quick enough. He reads the game. Is he aggressive enough to be the back at that? that, that we, we we question Agas' aggression, didn't he? Worked well with Skirtle, didn't he? But obviously then that partnership's that's not That's a good. balance in your, in your team, isn't it? And again, that, that's you know, over that balance with your two centre-backs. One with aggression, one with the, the ability to play the ball out from the back. Well, we're on centre-half. Do you think Skirtle can find that form? Do you think they can get back? Because I'm not being funny. When them two were on form, we were all talking about them being as good as the Vidic Ferdinand partnership, if not better, at well, one point. Martin was probably our best player the year before. Yeah. The season before the last. Well, he was, wasn't yeah, he? Was, he, was, was yeah. he players player or something? Or? I mean, he started off this last season, the, the game at West Brom, he made mistakes and Man never seemed to yeah. early on. And then never seemed to recover from that. Whether he fell up with the manager, that, that you never know. Point. Same with Pepe, really. Do you feel there's been a bit of fallen out between Pepe and, and Brendan um, but hopefully they're still in the, in, in the frame because they're good players yep 
Yeah. 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 Great for 18 months. Stop saying hey. we, you signed him. Oh, yeah, yeah great. Well, great, great for 18 months, Stan. He was fantastic. Hey. And then he started like messing around. Then he was the most difficult player to deal with because he was dragging people down with him or, or the, the team down with him. You know? So you don't have to like people, yeah. but if they're still good enough and they're doing the job, then great. They should be in the team for me. Right, where are we going to finish? I think it's too early for Champions League. Yeah, so and, is that, and is that all right? For, is that all right for I Brendan Rodgers? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. he's because he what's has he got to do this season? What's... At least in the top six, but he, because he's building again, isn't so many young. You look at his signers at 20, 21, which is good if you if they're good enough, and then you build them for next year or the year after. But you can't buy Champions League players; can you? they won't come if yeah. you're not in it. It's catch twenty two. We've had this sort people at twenty twenty one that. Yeah. You sell them a, a, a story that we will be there in three years with you, as it, and with this twenty-one-year-old yeah. and with this twenty-two-year-old, we will build a team that will be Champions League. But City, United, Chelsea, Arsenal, Tottenham—they're all going to spend more money. We've just dropped a little bit behind them, and it's catch up at the moment. Unfortunately, well, that's what I we've always said about it. It takes you so long to get to the top, and it takes you thirty seconds to fall a long way. And I, I was just somebody I was reading the papers the other day, which they don't do too often. And they were saying, saying oh, I'm talking about challenges, yeah, yeah, okay. I'm talking about challenges for the you know, Premier League, and did, we never got mentioned, you know. Uh, we, we've got to worry about, so you see, you start to think that we're not even in the frame yeah. at the moment. But I think you, as a manager, you've got to go in, into this, the, the coming season with an idea that, hey, yeah, you've got to be positive. Yeah, I think we've got a chance of making Champions League. You've got to say it sometimes. I don't think you're going to be stupid enough to say, well, well it, we can win it, but you're still going to have a belief. If you don't go into it believing that you can succeed, you're going to well, have a, a poor The time. second half of, this, of last season, you know, I think we were up there with, I think it was Arsenal, I think, with the, with the best two teams. Of the, you know, we'd have, Unfortunately, it lasts over a full season. I know, but and we did have some start, didn't we? <laughs> last season in the Premier League, we talk about being the best league in, in the world. Last year was the poorest Premier League, I think. I, I agree. I think. Yeah. I mean, Man United win it by 20 points, not at their best. Um, well, the three of the, the so-called big ends, yeah. top four now has got new managers. Well, I, I think Chelsea City will be... They Give us your top four. Um, Chelsea, City, Man U, Arsenal. That was mine, wasn't it? Although I went Liverpool fourth. I went that, I went that but Liverpool fourth. But we always do that because we're... My heart, that's my heart. People. No, no, we, no we, it's very difficult not to say... No, Liverpool. I'm only going to a game saying Liverpool will get beat, but I can yeah, never. You can't I do find that, that yeah. so difficult yeah. in my mind to say. You'd well, never bet against them, would you? Well, I did once actually, and I won. Unfortunately, that was oh, that, 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 so God, good. you're going to be done by the FA now. I wasn't here. I wasn't here. Just for the record, I was somewhere else. I was in Spain at the time. I'm retired. What's your top four? Top four, I think, is as you say. But you've got Tottenham, Arsenal, Chelsea. Man City, Man U, there's five. But <laughs> in what order? In what order? There's your, there's your five top um, four. I think, I think Chelsea might might creep it. I, th- I agree. I know, second. But, but then again, Marina coming back, it's second. I think it could even be City. So are we suggesting Man United's bubble of burst? It's the, you know what? It's funny no. to think of it, but you look at when, when Matt Busby left. And they were all what happened? I don't think I was born then. Well, you weren't, but they started to struggle badly. And because the whole new thing, Matt Busby yeah. went upstairs, now Fergie's gone upstairs, and it's, it's a little bit. A little, couple the upstairs couple a bit worried, isn't it? 
I mean, he's there. Yeah, I mean, he's, the influence. I mean, we've had this again with when Roy Hodgson came, Kenny was sat in the stands. Hey, you lose two games. Anything goes wrong. It's you lose two games. Daglish, Daglish. You know, again, it's um, it's if you're, not, if you're not careful, if he sits in the stands, he's not going to come back. But I mean, Alex will go in there. Obviously, he wants Man United to carry on, but he won't also want David Moyes to be as good as him because then you'd like I mean we all said that you would but in all honesty you're like well for me Fergie going away from the first team and, and being out the pitch it is kind of the invincibility it's mad because obviously it's the players who do the business on the pitch yeah, but, but you look over you the years the, last the invincibility. Few years the players have not been great at Man U you've got to give and him a bit of credit Fergie yeah. he, he got that invincibility line. and I think his power when it comes to the media as well, you know, he, he influenced so much behind the scenes, I mean, didn't he? That's going to go now. We were the complete opposite, really, when Shanks packed up. It was like fantastic with the media. Then yeah, Bob came in, and Bob like, couldn't put two words together in, in a sense, media wise. But he went on and on and on and One did more. great things, but more things. Well, he let his talking cabinet do the talking early, didn't he? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think to, to finish off, what, what have you been up to? Um, I've been enjoying myself, it's great. We had a good week last week, didn't we? Or two weeks ago in uh, Ireland for your golf, didn't we? Yeah, nice golf Charity. day. Um, I never good fun raised a few quid. You know, you used to invite me years ago. No, because you, you sold me. Because you got rid of me. Because I sold you. Because you got rid of me. So, what is it? What's what's this season? And what are you what are you up to? Um, Irish TV again. Looks like bits and pieces. I'm getting back into doing the playing the games again. I enjoyed that one where we were in Evesham last week. Yeah, I've got bad did you news. Win, you got Daventry coming uh, up. We did. I've got bad news. No, you weren't. I've got bad news for you. You want to play, but the lads have had a, had a little Yeah, chance. I know, yeah. No, you did actually they play well, didn't you? They haven't won a game for ages. I come back in, we start winning again. You did actually do really well. well I we thought you were fitting in. Norway, I felt fit. You did a bit of Norway, 3-2. Did you? We battered United. It could have been eight, but... Hutch and Walsh were messing about, and then Walsh brought a son on who missed more than Walsh. Oh, by the way, Walsh played, played in Norway. By Put the way. that on record, Walsh is the worst player I've ever played with. <laughs> did Walsh, he really play for Liverpool? He never yeah. did he? <laughs> who bought him? He never, he never passed one ball to our lads in the first 31 minutes of the game in Norway. <laughs> did you buy Paul Walsh? No. Um, no. All right, good. Good. So Walsh is getting better. <laughs> he got a pass in after 21 minutes. He must have gotten better. Played for a long time. <laughs> so what have you been up to? I'd been in Norway with the lads, which is it's always great to yeah. see them I'm like laughing and doing a bit for charity, which is which is good. Um, and of course, we've got, got great following in Norway, haven't we? Another day, which is always nice to go and tell a few stories to them. And bits of telly next year, yeah. Liverpool TV. Well, like Liverpool TV, yeah, I don't if and when when they asked me to go and yeah. do it. Yes. I did the Preston game, got one in Thailand. Sounds yeah. good. I'm doing the Thailand today, but it's only Where from, from? The, only from the Chapel studio. Street. Only from the studio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> I think they've gone today, haven't they? Yeah. They've gone out there today. Yeah. So overall, do you think it's going to be a successful pre-season? How successful can it be? You, yeah. you know, is winning the League Cup or an FA Cup a success? I, I think they may be able to sneak one of them in. But it's just that Champions League. I don't see them just ready for that yet. Right. Maybe next year or the year after. Brilliant. Right, thanks very much for your time. been a pleasure, Jason. Thank you. Thank you. Very sensible for the change. Yeah. You're joking, are you? <laughs> <laughs> Five times is going on tour. Join John Barnes, Jan Mulby, Jason McAteer, John Aldridge and Diddy Harmon live at the Empire Belfast on the 29th of August and the Academy Dublin on the 30th of August. If you are a Liverpool fan, you will not want to miss this amazing night of cheers, cheers and loads of beers. For tickets and more information, visit www.fivetimes.co or follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Five Times Tour. Don't miss out.